Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Zeitranosaurus Rex. Uh, I got dinos on the brain, Miles. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Jack. That's Miles. I spent the morning uh, at a parking lot that had uh, dinosaur uh, like statues uh, set up and like animatronics, I would say. Uh, wow. with, with the kiddos, they're going through a real dino phase. Was it uh, how far has it come? Because I remember, like, right after Jurassic Park, that set off a wave of like animatronic dinosaur exhibits, and some were lacking. Uh, mm. how do you feel now? Like, little, they have we come? How far have we come? I was not blown away, humans? I will say. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. It's <laughs> called like, Jurassic Park. I wasn't Quest. blown away, they don't really look that real. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I wasn't frightened, uh, personally. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it, it was fun for for them for sure. They're, okay. they're still talking about it, and I learned something. the The thing that we all know as the raptor, like this this uh, exhibit was shading Jurassic Park while also completely trying to capitalize Why? off of. Uh, I think they were even using sound effects from Jurassic Park, uh, not to blow up their spot too much, but okay. uh, Spielberg, go at them. Uh, because so they were just like debunking a lot of Jurassic Park things. They were like, some movies would have you believe that the raptor was eight feet tall, but that was actually a different dinosaur. And here's what a raptor looked like. And it's like two feet tall and covered in feathers and just looks like shit. Hey, relax, yeah. exhibit. Don't dunk on the franchise that even made your exhibit possible. Yeah. But, but whatever. It's, it's I like to know cool. that stuff. Yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, it was a fun way to stay in the car, and you know the kids got to ride with their head out the sunroof, uh, which is a rare thing. So, uh, on the way there, on the highway, I right, just right. let them, you know, stick their head out. All right, let's tell the people what's trending. Openly black is trending uh, because yeah. of a media eight article. Yeah, basically, you know, Don Lemon, just whatever. He says something and conservatives don't like it when, like he says, I think something about, you know, if you're supporting the president, like you're on the same side as the Klan. And then people are like, he said we're the Klan mm. and Nazis. Um, and that obviously outrage. Uh, and this article describes him as openly black. And a lot of people are like, how fucking dare y'all? What I mean, like, obviously, we're not surprised, but this is just such straight up racist nonsense. Um, you don't say openly anything unless it's something negative. Right. That's 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 you never say, oh, I mean, I don't know about Jack. He's openly very kind. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, right. no, you say that when you're like, oh, he's openly uh, hostile, um, right. racist. Um, sexist, you know, those are the things when used openly. So, yeah, I think we're just like, okay, right. This is the language now you're using because black is now a, uh, well, I think most people assumed this is how uh, uh, like sort of extreme conservatives thought is like, yeah, blackness is a negative uh, and, and is a threat and is not something you, you're you not, should be uh, embraced or be proud of. And they, they did the, like, it wasn't a typo they they weren't like oh sorry we didn't mean to they, that was their intent no, it's, i mean it's yeah it's con conservative media you know like and something like that is just going to be writ yeah it's just described as this uh here I'll, I'll read you the whole thing they're talking about like he was talking to cuomo like chris cuomo 
um, back and forth about like what these capital riders were like. And then the next paragraph says open or sorry, (laughs) open lemon hyphen, who is openly black hyphen responded by telling Cuomo that if you're on that side, you need to think about the side you're on. I'm never on the side of the clan. I'm never blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Um, yeah. So it seem like a mistake. The article yeah. is titled Don Lemon's remarks about Trump voters and the clan and Nazis are a slap in the face to 74 million Americans. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so and I were. think that's where this rhetoric is accelerating too, because the more the Republicans even abandoned the ability to like, try and rationalize what's being said it's just all about preserving their ego and preserving this feeling of never being wrong that even these things are like nope you see what he's saying about everybody now look at this mm. look at this it's mm. getting worse it's getting worse guys just because if, if since we're not able to open our eyes to what's happening the criticisms are now being like it's just it's just non-stop it's just non-stop you know when's it gonna end they, they keep the dunking doesn't stop so okay. Uh, all that to say is the next trending thing is 29% because that's Trump's approval rating after everything we saw. So one in three um, are down with this shit, like really right. down. You know, like obviously that it took a it took an even bigger dial. Like he clearly lost support of some Republicans. I mean, 29% is historically low. I think, yeah, right? oh, it's the lowest like- I think it's been since they've been able to record these things. Right. Um, so yeah, but even then 29% are like, yes, use violence to overturn an election to preserve minority rule um, right. of white people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I think that was always a moment. I was always curious. I'm like, what happens when you really burn off like the supporters? What does that actually leave them at? You know, right. because there's some people who are just playing team sports and are ignorant and just want to always, you know, be right with Trump. But then after that, like who has really been like nothing's wrong with anything he's ever done. Like this is the he can shoot someone on Fifth Avenue crowd, and they're right. really like, no, 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 that's all good. And it's a shocking number of them. Like, yeah, there's a lot of them. Two hundred dollars is trending. Yeah. Did you did you know the the story about the person who like had to do CPR on someone who had COVID on a flight to Los Angeles like back in December? Was it was it a person who worked for the airline? No, no passenger. Like one passenger went down and stopped breathing, and a, like a couple other passengers helped this person, and were doing chest compressions for like forty-five minutes until like they were able to divert the plane, land it, and get paramedics on. You heard about this? You seen this? You, you seen this? this? You heard about this? It was like no, a lot of people were sort of talking it. about it because it was just like, oh no, like someone and this person passed away, unfortunately, like right after that, and like get someone with COVID on the plane who basically ended up passing away, and they were asking like, how did they get on? And the United was like, they said they were fine. But then the this passenger's like wife had said that they had lost their sense of smell and taste and had trouble, difficulty breathing prior to this. Jesus. Um, yet they were still on the plane. So, you know, this story evolved in a few sense. First, it was like, oh, my gosh, this happened. Then it was they didn't tell anybody on the plane that they may have been exposed to COVID. Um, like and, even after the person died of COVID. Yes. Right. Even after. And a lot of people were just being like, oh, I was on that flight. Oh, no. Now I right. know. And this was everyone was on their way to see family for Christmas. This was prior to Christmas. Right. Um, and when they when they asked United, they're like, how come you're not like warning passengers of the possible exposure? They said, oh, that's the CDC's job. We don't do oh. that. Okay. So okay. it's just like this story like kept getting worse and worse as I read about it. Read about it, and now, um, like the people that were like 
helped and put themselves at risk to even try and preserve this uh, passenger's life. They're now just like they just this week. This happened in like uh, mid-December. They just got a call from United, uh, quote, uh, United Rep Thursday, thanking him for his assistance during the crisis and letting him know a $200 electric electronic travel certificate would be emailed. Uh, the man says the rep didn't mention anything about the man who died having the coronavirus. And the email from United simply says, quote, we apologize for the inconvenience you experienced on your recent trip. Wow. Holy shit. Then there are like other passengers who are also there, like assisting this, uh, like this, the, the man on the flight uh, also got a thank you call and saying you got two hundy. And then, but then there were people who were like the wife of the person who was there, who was also like in proximity while this was happening, did not get $200 or a call. Whose um, husband passed away? No, no, no. Like the wife oh, of the a wife woman of who the, a guy right, someone was right, helping. Yeah. Right. And then there were other passengers who were like on the flight who were blah, blah like there a lot of passengers like, yo, we didn't hear anything from them. Like, I guess they only gave it to four people on that flight. That's unbelievable. It's just I a mean, weird. The, it's just the sh- whole contact tracing thing seems to be the like obviously that seems to be a bit a big difference between america and countries that successfully at least contained uh the, the these outbreaks but yeah uh you know we're just counting on the free market baby free yeah. market will figure it out um so yeah that's just like it's so dark you know there's so many layers where like a business clearly doesn't want to say anything because of liability you know what right. i mean they can't of course. If they said, hey, here's 200 bucks, and oh, yeah, that guy, you may have been exposed to the coronavirus. Like, they just yep. can't. It's like this, this, the fear of liability just renders all of these organizations like completely heartless. Yeah. Uh, and just these empty gestures. And it's just like, wow, this is like where we're ending up to. They're even like, well, that's the CDC's job. Because if we said that, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's bad enough that we had the PR and being blasted all over the internet and news of this happening, but. Then two like what's two hundred dollars even get two hundred dollar travel voucher that doesn't even too. cover the cost of that fucked up flight they were on. That's where that's also where they start when they're like, uh, all right, we're looking for anybody who would volunteer to take a later flight. We'll start at a two hundred dollar voucher. Yeah. So they were like, this is the minimum uh, that we like. We don't even have uh, versions of travel vouchers that go below this. So right. uh, like, and that's usually. People are like, okay, we'll move it up to five hundred. All right, a thousand dollars. And they were just like, this will do it. That yeah. that ought to cover. That ought to shut them up. We'll lowball um, you on the yeah. COVID offer. Jeez. Like, um. I mean, don't forget too. This is all goes. The other thing to think about, as you know, Joe Biden has to navigate the Senate for whatever this COVID relief bill is. Remember, Mitch McConnell's still. I'm pretty sure his stated goal is to still get blanket shield immunity for companies uh for any kind of liability stemming from right. covid exposure or infection like this is another way that the government is going to try and operate or elected officials are going to try and operate on behalf of these business entities that would deny human beings any sort of relief or you know financially any kind of restitution if they are fa- you know ended up infected due to the negligence of a company whose only focus was to keep making money so I also wouldn't be surprised if they tried to give the $1,400 uh, stimulus checks out as travel vouchers. Like that right. could be the next 
the next development of of that story. Yeah. Um. All right, and finally, uh, Mortal Kombat Mortal is trending. Kombat. Mortal Kombat. I remember I went to go see that uh, movie my friend in the theaters when we were in i think like middle school or high school and as we were leaving uh two like a a family dro- like pulled their minivan in front of us rolled down the window and went mortal combat <laughs> and then st- like peeled off but it was like they were Hell so yeah. hype off that movie uh, I love which, when you have memories like that are that vivid. Like you can yeah. even tell your boy, like, "Yo, you remember the Mortal yeah. Kombat?" Man. Oh yeah, yeah remember yeah. that shit? It's like we the were only- just like that is so whack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw it at the mall in Burbank. I think with uh, uh, either Ty or Chris, one of my boys. I saw it at the mall in Lexington, Kentucky. There we go. Well, Ayo. yeah, I guess the movie they're gonna reboot Mortal Kombat. Sure. Um. So I guess there's like some. This one is a little bit different. It's not just, you know, the the like old school characters. And I don't know. I haven't played the new one. So maybe this uh, is part of the new Mortal Kombat universe. But it's about a washed up MMA fighter who bears a birthmark in the shape of the Mortal Kombat symbol on his chest. This is already like the logo. Fanta- yes. <laughs> no, Jack. A, a birthmark of the symbol of Mortal Kombat, right? But yeah, a uh, birthmark logo. Um, wow. This mysterious marking propels him into a journey or onto a journey with Sonya Blade who leads him to the temple of a thunderous elder god known as Lord Raiden where he comes into contact with a group of highly skilled fighters. When we first meet Cole, he's in a really bad spot. He's down on his luck. He's kind of a washed up MM fighter, used to be the champion uh, who used to believe in himself, who used to have a lot of hope and it's all gone down the drain. It's a very interesting place for a hero to start and i think that along the journey of mortal Kombat uh and cole discovering where he comes from you're introduced to all these other iconic characters and elements that everybody loves so dearly who is this quote from have they never heard of a movie they're like and uh, get this he starts out down on his luck <laughs> you believe then, it? then there's then as you progress through the story he he has these significant moments of growth and you realize he has changed <laughs> Wow, it's really something else. And then it's like weird because they break it on like these three parts. It's almost like it's their acts. Like the first act is (laughs) one where we're kind of seeing like, (laughs) but sure. Is Cole a character in Mortal Kombat? Or is that that's a new invention? I mean, look, I stopped stopped following the characters after Baraka. Um, So I don't think after people are looking in here, I don't think he is. There's I now feel- theories. People got theories going of who Cole Young is in the Mortal Kombat subreddit. Uh, Johnny Cage, like his Johnny Cage, but not his uh, stage name. Well, know. okay. This, according to MMK, MK Lore, Cole Young is actually Satoshi Hasashi, Hanzo Hasashi's son. Let me present you my thoughts on it. Wow. First off, actor's <laughs> age. I'm like, okay. Y'all wow. already lost me. I This... So I'm assuming they're going to try and make this rated PG-13 because that's just how how you aim a movie like this to get people get the target audience. Which... Uh, no, they no they they said we're we're not fucking around no more. It is is it's Al Gore in the building. Really, it's going to be gory. Yes. Wow. Yes. There will I, be fatalities. I mean, that's like in the movie. Dope. 
They said the best fight sequences ever done in a movie ever. Okay, director trying to sell his film. Um, <laughs> director, but, I kind of like the energy he's bringing oh, to this. The direct, oh, this, the director told this stunt coordinator that these have to be, quote, the best fight sequences ever done in a movie ever. <laughs> so, uh, you know, okay, let's bring that energy. It said it's, it's amount of blood, it's amount of red, it's interpretation of how you go about it. Speaking to, about the execution of the fight scenes, we had a lot of discussions about getting the balance right. So there was gore and there was blood and there were fatalities and there is gore and blood and fatalities. <laughs> wow. If they're anything like the video game, I don't know if I need to see that done like on camera. Mm, right. Because the I new mean, shit is like. The there. thing that is, you know, iconic about Mortal Kombat is the goriness of the the deaths, the fatalities. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they are, they tend to be too gory for movies. Like they're, I don't think you could get away with a lot well, like of the old school one, like Scorpion would just like blow fire on you and you just charge right. or like rip your head off and take your spine with it or like right. freeze you and then kick you into a bunch of, you know, liquid nitrogen pieces. Like, I don't think you can rip someone's head off and like have their spine dangling below in a movie like that. That hasn't. Or or Friday the Thirteenth would have done it by now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, well, this is this is what we're waiting to see. You know, as yeah. as we await on the edge know, of our seats, proper economic recovery from right. the pandemic. But really, what will Triborg's uh, fatality look like? That is the question. You know, Sonya Blade. She has some gnarly fatalities, doesn't she? I don't know. I can't even remember anymore, Jack. It's been so long <laughs> since I performed a Mortal Kombat fatality on an upright arcade machine. <laughs> Plus, I didn't play with Sony. I always played with Scorpion. Um, then I played with like Reptile. Uh, and the, like after Mortal Kombat two and three, or the, and then um, yeah, pretty much that was usually it. I was always like mm. a Scorpion Sub Zero type dude. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, Sub Zero also have more like web combinate like fight moves that translated yeah, from Street Sub-Zero. Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Like so then I was like, oh shit, I already know this movement from Street Fighter. Let me just map that onto Mortal Kombat. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. That's how I that's how I got down, Jack, in the arcades back in <laughs> nine nine four and nine five. This was really a nineties full uh week of Daily Zeitgeist. Uh, yeah. And you're welcome, America. Mm-hmm. It's yo, I can't believe how many of y'all responded to the mall idea. Yeah, people, uh, are people were like, in. hold on, how I get <laughs> it, I don't know. Happen. Uh, if I know some of y'all got a rich uncle who probably owns a distressed mall, like that's start, let's phase one. We could just source this zeitgeist, right? Style. It's not like the there are there's a shortage of abandoned malls in, in America, yeah. Um, so, all right, think about it, y'all, yeah, just. Just have a think on it. Um, reach out to us. Uh, I'll, I'll share my Venmo and, you know, get some seed yeah, money guys, going. Yeah, guys, let's build that mall. Build the <laughs> mall. Build the mall. <laughs> guys, right. and I'm coming that to you hat to in it. hand. <laughs> I'm coming to you hat in hand, y'all. We're going to do this together. You know what I mean? All right, guys, that is going to do it for this week. We will be back on Monday with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Wear a mask. Stay inside. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to you all on Monday. Bye.